Uh, this past weekend, the Edmonton Elks uh, decided to start uh, young Canadian in his second year, Trey Ford, at quarterback. Uh, they didn't win the game, but at one point they were up 22 to nothing over the powerhouse Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And they end up losing. But after the game, Trey Ford uh, told a reporter that he wished coming out in that second half that the team would have been more aggressive as far as throwing the ball down the field, allowing him to so possibly make some plays and put yeah. that game out of reach. But your former coach, Chris Jones, said, hold on, son. I'm the coach. We have coaches. You need to stay in your lane and execute the plays that are called. He said he's still going to start this upcoming week, but basically keep your mouth closed, kid. We got this covered. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what, is your, uh, yeah. what is your response to that? What is your response? Everything I've seen from Trey Ford, everything I've heard about him is he's a good teammate and a good kid. Right. I, I believe he just – got excited in the moment and was just being honest that maybe he wanted to go down the field a little bit more, not realizing that in saying that, that he was, you know, throwing shade on, on, on his coaches. And I don't think, I don't think it's a big deal, but I, it was funny listening to, listen to Chris tell him to pump his brakes, and calm the, calm the heck down, just execute the play, son. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I don't, I don't think it's a big deal, but, the fact that he did said that makes me think like, is he feeling himself a little bit right now? You know, it, it, what's going on? This guy is, I think, in, thrown for 650 yards in his CFL career, a few touchdowns and like six interceptions where you have Chris Jones, who he's been struggling the last couple of years, but this man has been a part of a team that's won four great cups. He knows how to win games. So I'm sure Chris Jones did not like that. With everything that's going on there, that losing and yeah. the monkey, the gorilla that's on his back, and then you have this young quarterback comes out and said, "Hey, maybe we should have changed things up." I'm guarantee you, Chris Jones pulled him to the side and shook, not shook him up, but said, "Stay in line, son. You're not there yet. You haven't done enough in this league to say just about anything. Know your place." So, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. All, so, all that does is put added. That just puts added pressure on him, on Trey, to be honest. By, by saying that, and honestly, I think it was, like I said, everything I've seen from Trey Ford seems like a, we talked to him. He's a humble, yeah. seems like a good, good kid and says the right things, does the right things. He, in, in that moment, might have been just, you know, being honest and thinking about, you know, ways they could have won the game if they were a little more aggressive, not realizing that the shade he was throwing. But, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. So that, that, puts more, that puts more pressure on him now because now – when he does make a mistake or go, goes downfield, throws a pick or throws in the coverage, people are gonna people are gonna say, "Well, you, you, why don't you just make the right throw or make this?" So right. this, that's a that's the unfortunate part of it. But there's so much going on there. I, right. I, I guess the good news for him, he gets to go back to the place where he did win his one game as a professional quarterback. Goes back to Hamilton. You remember the performance he put up last year against Hamilton, getting that victory. Oh, yeah. So he's getting another shot. But I think. If he doesn't make it happen this week, they'll make a change. They'll go back to to Daggy or go back to Cornelius. I, I said I think Chris is going to give him two games. He's going to play the full game and full two games and see what he can do. So he's getting another opportunity. I think if he plays well this game, they'll continue keeping him in there. What do they have to lose? Those other two guys couldn't get it done. So we'll see what he can do. I know it's just the preseason, but – Nathan Rourke just just pulled out all pro status in the preseason. Like that was that performance from Nathan Rourke. I went through 
We watched the game on TV. Everybody saw the highlights. I went through and watched the coach's copy of every throw and every play that he made. I went through half of the fourth quarter. They played bump and run man-to-man coverage every single step. So no easy throws versus zone. They brought four or five-man pressure. And the Dallas DBs were clamping those those jagged receivers up. Yes. And Nathan, every time, made the right decision, threw the ball the only place it could be, and then evaded and eluded the, the pressure and either made something happen or got rid of the ball. He was That was almost a perfect performance. I didn't find a single play on there up until like three minutes left in the game where I would put a minus. He was absolutely outstanding and we know it's just the preseason but god dang the kid is balling spectacular spectacular and that's an understatement as you mentioned those dbs were were draping over those receivers so those windows were tight windows were tight and that's always usually the case in nfl very rarely somebody just running wide open but those windows were really tight and he was putting it on his decision making all that but as you alluded to it was what the preseason and more than likely, yeah. he was going against guys who weren't going to be there yeah. in yeah, the regular yeah, season. So they're going to need to see yeah. him against some starters, and they're going to allow him to do that in training camp now because he showed that he can get it done. So it's an exciting time for him, but he just has to continue yeah. it and be consistent, and he's going to do some great things in the NFL. We both we both been there in the preseason trying to make trying to make an NFL roster, and you know how important that those games are for him. The, the chances to, to play meaningful reps are few and far between. I know you, didn't you score? Didn't you get kick return for a touchdown yep. in a preseason yeah, game? Yeah, you brought Look it up. Here. My opening preseason game, kickoff return, yeah. had like six catches for almost like 70 yards. But And the coach after the game told me, great job, but now we have to see you do it against some guys who are going to be there right. day one, yep. first game of the season. So they allowed me to get some reps against the starters when we went back to training camp. And I think that's going to be the case for Nathan Rourke. And I think he's going to do a great job. It was, uh, it was, it was, look, he could have went out there and been bright eyed and, and looked uncomfortable and looked nervous. So yes, it was, as we, as we say, we know it was against backups. We, we're still, we're both still impressed by it. And, and as they say, he, I, he put on a performance that they have to at least look at him as I know they have a in Bethel, they have a veteran backup, but there's no way those coaches are saying, God dang, this kid might be special. They're gonna look at him a little different way. They might have seen him in practice. We see him doing the game in, in Jerry's world, uh, bright lights. Yes. It's uh they they definitely had to look at it a bit a bit differently and say, This kid, this kid has some shit to him. I'm 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 sure they're probably saying to themselves, Wow, why did we give Bethard that money? We could have just have this guy as our backup. And I know it's just just two quarters, but he, he he did well. And hopefully he gets his opportunity. And we talked about it. The only way he maybe he gets his opportunity if Trevor Lawrence gets hurt, Bethard gets in there and stinks it up because they're going to give Bethard yeah. the opportunity to be the backup. They have money invested in him. They don't have much in Nathan Rourke. And that's just the nature of the business. It's unfortunate, but it's just the way things go. So Let's hope he gets his shot. Maybe not in Jacksonville. Maybe it's going to come with another team because he's putting some special – he put a special performance on tape, and I think he's going to continue to do the same thing as the preseason continues. One of the things no one ever talks about in the NFL is the relationship between a backup quarterback and the starter. Mm. And this is if – the, if the backup quarterback – it seems as though – 
Beathard and, and Trevor Lawrence are tight. You look there on their socials and they're all, they're around each other all the time on social and they're, they're buddies. It seems like you never want to upset, uh, you know, the, the starting franchise quarterback by doing something or, or bumping his buddy. Uh, I don't, I don't think that Nathan has a shot, even though he might be better or, or at least, you know, pressing Beathard because of, because of the relationship between those guys and the fact that, the fact that it seems, you know, two veterans have been together and they seem friendly. Unless he goes out there and stinks it up, uh, I think Nathan will be the three. I don't think that's a, a job that he's actually uh, able to win fairly. Uh, Nathan Rourke, I think he's, he's relegated to the number three spot, of course, unless uh, Beth goes out there and actually plays. And it doesn't play well. Yeah, that that that's his only that's his only path right now. It's unfortunate, but that's his only path. But I think he understands that. I think that only yeah. happens with backup quarterbacks, though, right? Yeah, that only have if there's a receiver that's the the third receiver, the fourth receiver, they'll bump the fourth and put a young guy on and and take out the star receiver's buddy. Right. But the quarterback they won't because what those guys spend every waking freaking minute together, and the backup quarterback is really just another coach. Right. Right, that's it. All the you know, going through everything together. And quarterbacks like are usually the, the more the, the most. They're usually the most sensitive guys on the team too. So you you, you got to baby them some. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, those stamps are in trouble. Toronto or Winnipeg and Toronto next two weeks. They could be three and eight. Uh, you don't think you don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, do you? Nope, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. And the person this is hurting the most is head coach, general manager Dave Dickinson. Dave has never missed a playoff. In his CFL career, not not only coaching but also playing, he's never, ever, 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 like ever, 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 like ever, 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 yeah, they're, yeah. they're a better team. And I say that because Mason, as long as Mason Fine is back within the next couple of weeks, they'll make the playoffs because Mason Fine is a better quarterback than Jake Mayer. Right now, he is. Mason Fine is a better quarterback than Jake Mayer. Right now, he is. Jake Jake Mayer's career is going like this, and Mason Fine is, is climbing a little bit. Second year, two and a half years. Okay, so... I'll, I'm gonna, I'll argue that one with you. There's, there's Jake Maris definitely had some plays, some forgettable plays this season. But when Jake is cooking and when Jake has get into rhythm, he's shown he's shown signs of a guy that can drop back and, and shred defenses and has potential and can make all the throws and all that. I don't think Mason has shown that. Not that he can't. I'm not saying Mason Fine can't be that guy. He surely has not shown that to me yet. So I see maybe the floor. The floor of Mason uh, might be higher than the, the floor of Jason. Jake's been bad when he's bad, but Jake's ceiling. Don't tell me that there's, there's no question Jake's ceiling. He's shown a lot higher than Mason and what he's done. It, I, I trust I trust Jake Merritt right now more than more than I do Mason. He's he's actually shown you enough this year where you can say he, he's going to be a great quarterback in this league where he's progressing. Based on what he did in his first, you know, two years or whatever, you've seen enough to say yeah. that. No, he hasn't. He hasn't been good. He hasn't, he hasn't been as expected. They wouldn't have moved on from Bo and made him the franchise guy and paid him and expected this from him. I, I'm saying what I've seen from him in his good, uh, he's shown that he does have the ability to be a guy that can 
that can put some numbers up, can carve the defense. He's only the only issue is he made some really bad decisions and bonehead plays, um, you know, in, in key moments. And that's those obviously are are huge. But uh, in, in regards to a pocket passer and a guy that can spread it around, uh, I think he's on he's on level here. And then Mason has only shown me here in no. regards to talent wise. No, Ma- no. no. They, you think Mason no. has the ta- the passing, the arm talent in and a drop back passing game that, that right has? now what I've seen yeah. between those two, I'm definitely going with fine. You, I mean, you look at the last couple of games for the Stampeders. If they yeah. can't run the ball, they're not getting yeah. it done. I don't know how much they even believe in Jake Mayer right now. They're not even allowing him to throw the ball downfield. I mean, he he hadn't thrown for over what 160 yards yeah. each of the last game. So. I don't, I don't know how much they believe in. Whereas Mason Fine, I know he got hurt the last game, but the games before that, he was averaging three games, averaging almost like 300 yards a game. Were you at Touchdown Atlantic? Were you in Halifax? Did that did that offense and that passing game look like, other than the, some garbage time at the end, it looked like they could do anything? He looks better than Jake Mayer. I'll put it like that. He looks better than Jake. Okay. So right, mark this down, record this. In three years from now, we're going to circle back and, and see who's a better quarterback. Jake Mayer will have, at least at least at this point, I haven't seen, maybe maybe Mason shows me something. Right now, if I had to bet on a guy in three years from now who will be a better better CFL quarterback, well, from what I've seen, I would certainly undoubtedly take Jake Mayer. Okay, I'm going with fine. So we'll we'll circle back three years from now, and back, baby. and 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 we're going to be in this same. I'm gonna be in my basement. You're gonna be wherever you are. And we're gonna have the same discussion, same time. <laughs> Thank you.